Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, joined by my main man, Mr. Benny Mathers, who just stepped out to get on the phone to reach out to our guest for today. And our guest for today is the one and only Krishna Das. And I first met uh, him several years ago. He was a guest on the show when we were first starting out. And actually, the show wasn't called The Dr. Pat Show. It was actually called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. And I got to meet him then. And it was introduced to his work as well as um, at the same year I met Ram Das. And so today... We not only are going to get caught up with what this man's amazing life has been like, but we're going to get caught up with his latest book, Chance of a Lifetime, Chant, C-H-A-N-T-S, of a Lifetime, Searching for a Heart of Gold. We actually have 10 copies of this book to give out. And in the book, we have uh, a CD that accompanies the book as well. And so for everybody out there, we've got a fabulous show for you. And here's the deal. And this is what it says. Every one of us gets a bio. We all have bios, whether it's Krishna Ram or whoever it is. My previous guest, Dr. Charlotte Resnick, we all have bios. We have these things that we write about ourselves. And then we get the real information. But here's, here it is. Krishna Das in 1968 met spiritual seeker Ram Das and the life then changed. Today, we're going to find out from him how life changed and what his journey has been like. How is it that some people are called to do the kinds of things that he has done? You know, he has talked to and has been with spiritual people and, other, and, and people that are on the journey from all walks of life. You know, he left behind his dreams of becoming a rock and roll star and went to India. How does that happen for some people? How did that happen for him? So we want to thank our friends at Hay House. Uh, We've got tons of folks going to be joining us uh, from our, our friends at Hay House. So here he came. And and created a life, became world-renowned as the master of chanting, someone that people look up to. And so now to capture what this journey was like, which includes a free CD, and we've got it in here. I'm just going to pull it out because maybe Benny can play some of that for us. But we're going to chat with him about his life, about his love, about what he's come here to do to help us. And what it means to create the movie of me. And so today, it is such an honor to be able to have him back 
to be able to have that conversation with him. I was reading his book, and we're actually going to give 10 copies of this book away. So I just want everybody to know that. And the book, by the way, does come with the CD. And so I was reading the book, and I, and I, was, I, I got to a couple of, of, of places in the book where, uh, you know, there are some things that I understand and some things that I'm just completely in awe with. But when you read a book that says God is within, guru, God, and the self are one, when we read this language, when we're talking about this as a chant, when we look at our lives and our purpose in life, as Oprah so, so, so brilliantly said one day, my prayer is that, you know, take all of my talents, take all that I am, and use them for a purpose greater than myself. That's what... That's what the conversation today is about. How do we go through the lessons and how has chanting been an amazing, amazing journey for Krishna Das? And more importantly, how are the lives now of the people that he has touched, you know, and and what can we learn from this beyond, beyond what we hear, beyond what we feel, beyond what we see? How can we come to this place of knowing and understanding? So the names that we chant move us, and this is from the book, by the way. The names we chant move us into a space that's a little less obsessive, a little less constricted, more open and relaxed. The idea being that once we see what's in that room, we'll want to go in because it feels like home. What do we learn from the vibration of chance? You know, I got to experience quite a bit here in the second part of my life, which I'll just share with you a little bit. Um, You know, most of you know what I do because of the show. Um, And I've shared a little bit about my own story, my own personal journey. And, you know, growing up, I was joking with my previous guest, Charlotte Resnick, here a few minutes ago. Both of us kind of grew up in what is called the cement jungle. And, of course, she was in Brooklyn. I was in the Bronx. And there's there's a certain thing that, you know, we resonate with and a certain level of of energy, certain things that are in ourselves that we don't forget. So how did, did I get to end up here with this show with you all talking about chanting, you know, having this incredible CD available, which I'm going to hand over to Benny in a minute. But how did how did how did this all happen? And what I realized when I was getting ready for my conversation with Krishna, Krishna Das was how very little, how very little I know, but how amazed and in awe I am each day that I get to chat with the people that I get to chat with and I get to connect with all of you. And so I was reading that from the book and, and what Krishna says is I approach, I I approach chanting in a very pragmatic way. I try not to create any fantasies in my head about what is supposed to be happening. I get to this place. uh, I get to this place of simply being inside myself Wow. I'm going to read that again. I get to this place of simply being inside myself. How many of us have had the chance to do that? What is that even like? But that's the work that Krishna Das has prepared. I mean, this is what he does. This is his calling. And actually, Benny, there was a CD in here that I'm going to try to hand you so nicely if 
so are they. I actually have some loaded oh, up. Oh, you on do? The, yeah, I already okay, but, uh, I'll set it okay, okay. just in case. Because yeah, you, you may want to you wanna, you wanna have a copy of that for you yourself. You, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm going to. And, um, and so we're going to be playing some of that today uh, as we are on the verge of reaching out to our guest for the show. But think about this. Think about this from the book. And I am going to give 10 copies of the book away. Think about this. Anything, and, and he goes on to say, anything that raises anticipation or creates an expectation of what is going to happen is a hindrance. I had to read this sentence like four times. Let me read it again. Anything that raises anticipation or creates an expectation of what is going to happen is a hindrance. So I've read all the books, The Power of Now, the, you know, all of the Now books, you know, Get Now, Be Now, Who's Now, all of them. I've read them all, interviewed most of the people. But I've never heard a sentence. I've never heard being here now quite the way that he just read it. So so here's what he goes on to say. To me, it's not about trying to achieve ecstatic states. It's about it is about love. I want to be there all the time. Ecstasy comes and goes. I want to get to the place where there's, you know, I I don't want to be thinking about love. I don't. He says, I don't want to be thinking about love. I want to be in love and eventually become love. I remember being out in the desert with um, one of the folks that I consider just an incredible mentor to me. And I remember being out in the desert, and, and I remember her talking to us before we went on our, our three-day quest, and, you know, that was part of our 10 days out in the desert. There was three days that we would go off by ourselves to our sacred place, which we, have, we had scoped out previously. This is in the high desert of California, and I had never really been in the high desert of California. I actually had never been in any desert before this, really. And this was, you know, right before, right at the time when I moved out to Seattle and I was actually in the process of going to school down in California. And I met this incredible woman, Sedonia Cahill. And I remember we were, had all been out there for about four or five days so far. You know, we got accustomed to what it's like to be out there, um, to sleep under the stars, to, you know, be in a real minimal state. Uh, to appreciate everything that moved, every sound that was made, you know, every every breath that was taken, every bit of air, to appreciate the earth. And so, you know, what I remember her saying, because there were questions about what it would be like to go out on these three days by yourself. You go out on the three days by yourself and basically you have water and you don't have much else. But I remember that one of the folks in our group asked the question. He said, but what happens? But what happens if I do get visited by a cougar? But what happens if I do get visited by a snake? What happens if I do get visited by... He had a whole list of of animals. He was... uh, What if I do get bit? What if this happens? And she said to him very lovingly, She said, that's going to be your chance to become love. And that was, for me, what I learned the three days. On the top of a mountain, very little water, and a lot of nature. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 
So how many times have you said, I need to quit smoking? And how many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail? How many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help you to become smoke-free for life. Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Neshama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance. Take control of your health and vitality and build your foundation for wellness with Nishama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Yes, Yeah. 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And as I said, we are so thrilled to have Krishna Das joining us here today. And we are going to be giving uh, out 10 copies of his book, thanks to our friends at Hay House, and thanks to having him join us. I was actually reading from the book, and those of you instant messaged me and you wanted to know where I was reading from. It was actually page 55 when you get your copy of the book, if you have it already. Uh, it sounds like uh, you do have it. You're going to find that this is just one, one of the most incredible awakenings or uh, pieces of information and knowledge that is shared in the book, thanks to our very special guest today. So the question then then comes up, how do you live the life you are meant to live? How do you do what you're called to do? And how do you remove the obstacles that hold you back? Well, I can't wait to hear some of the answers to those questions, but let's have Krishna join us. Krishna, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. My pleasure. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a couple sure. of years since you and I did chat, and I love, yeah. I love the book. I, I love I love what you've done. Um, and of course, what you do is fabulous and reaching out to so many people. The question that I would love to talk to you about is and ask you about is a number of years back, I got to interview Ram Das. And, mm-hmm. you know, you you talk about your journey with Ram Das. I would love mm-hmm. to hear from you. What is when you look back at your life? How do you describe the chain of events that have brought you to to this day? Grace, you know? Yeah. Just grace. Grace operating just under the radar, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we we stumble through our days. We always think we're making decisions. We always think it's our story and it's all about me. But I think uh, the finer your vision becomes, you begin to see that there's always been guidance and grace there has to be. Well, you know, one of the things you talk about is through the eyes of love. And there was a, a, a part of the book that I had read previously that talked about, you know, being this place of love, not thinking about love, not thinking about ecstasy, not thinking about grace, but being there. How mm-hmm. has your journey uh, allowed you to experience that place of love and being? Well, you know, I, I just have a low tolerance for suffering. That's all, you know. Oh, that's a good one. I, I don't like it. <laughs> that's a, no. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but the question is, where does that suffering come from, and, mm-hmm. and how do we uh, really find a way to deal with it in our lives, you know? Mm. And I just found that, well, my guru, you know, the last thing my guru told me is final instruction to me do what you want. Mm. So that put the whole burden on me. Uh, no one was going to tell me what I had to do or, or what I and no one could tell me what I wanted to do. I had to find out what that was for myself. And as a result, you know, I almost died a lot of times trying <laughs> to, having gone down the wrong road, you know, or at least a road that would lead to a lot of suffering. So you just make your mistakes, which aren't really mistakes, and you, you learn from them and you go on. You, you basically you learn what doesn't work, and then you you have to go on to the next thing. Mm. And uh, everything we need, everything we're looking for, lives within us. We 
what we try to do with the outside world is find a button to push that will turn that on. But anytime you're dependent on any external buttons, you know it's going to end sooner or later. So you have to find something that's deep inside of yourself. And then the question becomes, well, how do I, how, what's keeping me from that? And the very simple answer, you know, our own stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not a mystery. If we're angry, if we're guilty, if we're ashamed, if we're fearful, if we're jealous, if we're clingy, if we're selfish, you know, that's the stuff that that we have to uh, let go of in order to go deeper into where we want to be. Not a mystery. It's not a mystery, but, uh, you know, it seems like these days it's extremely difficult for people to get to that place. You know, to get to the place that you talk about, that place of being. And, you know, are we distracted by all of the things going on outside? I mean, we were just uh, talking about this previously. You know, we're so preoccupied by what's in our Blackberries and, you know, what we program we're going to play next. Um, You know, what is it that can help us get back to the place, that natural place of being? Well, we have to be honest with ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. you can, they always say you can lead a horse to water, yes. but you can't make them drink. Right. If we weren't hungry for all kinds of experiences, if we didn't have all the desires we have, uh, there would be no way of being distracted. So it's not like something outside of us is doing it to us. We're just, we're just distracted because we, uh, we want things. And we don't really, and we have one problem that's central to everyone, and that's bad aim. You know, we're looking outside, we're looking in the wrong places, and um, we're looking where it's just not available, and that's okay. But we have to try to cultivate some kind of clarity of sight, you know, and some honesty with ourselves. Are we getting what we want? And if not, why not? Underlying that problem is the problem of that we don't believe it's possible in the first place. That's the real thought. Mm. No, there's being born in the West. We're just not exposed to the culture of 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 wisdom and of of truth and of of faith and understanding and compassion. We're exposed to a culture of absolute total selfishness, and except in very specific monitored situations, uh, controlled situations, like a close relative, a child. or But otherwise, we don't, we're, we have so much fear, we're afraid to feel for other people. It's too much. So, you know, we, we have to first recognize what is possible in life, that it is possible to find something. And talking about Ramdas, that's what happened to me when I walked in the room with him for the very first time. Mm. I immediately, without a word being spoken, I knew that whatever it was I was looking for, and I didn't really know what it was, but I was looking for something. Whatever it was, it was real. It existed in the world, and I could find it. And that that moment changed everything. Because up until that moment, I really didn't believe, you know, I mean, what? This is back in the 60s. There's three books on spirituality. You know? Right. It's not, it's not like it is now. There's plenty of information available now. But in those days, you know, there were no teachers around. It was just books. So I thought, well, you know, it's a nice story, but is it really true? But when I walked in the room, I knew it was true. 
And that that was a big thing. And then, if you know it's there, you'll go. You can look for it in a in a in in a more effective way. Many people, you know, talk about this, and you just touched upon it. Really, is that you're right? Back in the '60s, there were no books. I mean, there were. Well, let's be realistic, right? There wasn't a Barnes and Noble or a Borders to go to, first of all, and there wasn't the internet. And so, there was a great store in New York City called Orientalia mm-hmm. that had all these weird old books right. from like the '30s in <laughs> India and all that stuff. We used to go there. It was like a pilgrimage to go to that store. Now you just go on the internet, boom, you press a button and you get everything delivered, which is great. But in those days, it was it was very exciting. No, because <laughs> you're right. I mean, you know, the journey was actually getting getting up, going to these places, going to a store like this. But more importantly, don't you find, uh, you know, I'm from New York, don't you find that that journey going to that store in New York, you also got to meet other people along the way. They all look so weird in those days. I don't know. <laughs> it scared me to go in this store. You never knew who was lurking in the aisle. You know? Yeah, it was, you know, there were some, <laughs> honestly, there were pretty scary experiences back in the 60s, don't you think? Yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was uncharted territory. You know, nobody was doing it. Nobody that we knew was doing it, you know? I mean, we... We'd just come out of the 50s and Eisenhower and, yep. and you know, everybody was really repressed. Nobody talked about anything. Nobody knew anything was possible. Very few people were, were, were even less people than now, were actually sincerely looking for anything. So it was, you always felt like it, you were all alone out there, you know. You had to feel like that along the way as well. I mean, the book is called Chance of a Life of a Lifetime, C-H-A-N-T-S, of a Lifetime, Searching for the Heart of Gold. Um, and many of our, many people know what chanting is. Many people do not. And I wanted to ask you, um, for the for the listeners, you know, how do you describe chanting? And has that definition changed over the years for you? Let's do that when we come back from break. Uh, what is chanting? Well, I'm going to hear some of it right now. And we are going to be back, uh, be able to give out copies of the book. My very special guest, Krishna Das, joining us here today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Bella Spark Productions presents the second speaker event in the Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Spend an evening with Bishop Carlton Pearson, one of the most articulate, dynamic, and controversial spiritual leaders of our time, the heir apparent to a new way of thinking. In this inspiring lecture, Carlton will share his story of his own conversation with God, a conversation that has changed his beliefs and his message. Bishop Pearson had an epiphany that changed his way of thinking and preaching from one of hell and damnation to one of love and inclusion with the same passion, energy, and gift for communication that made him a fiery lecturer. His message will lift you up and inspire. Join Bishop Carlton Pearson in Seattle Friday, March 26th at 7 p.m. Followed by Robert Holden, the happiness guru, on April 30th and Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit BellaSpark.com for information and registration. That's BellaSpark.com. Are you dealing with too much stress? Feeling overwhelmed? Do you worry about becoming ill? Have you become ill? In these complex times, we're all looking for ways to master stress, achieve resiliency, prevent illness, or cure an illness. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been empowering individuals to heal themselves for free. To learn more, visit iiqtc.org. Begin your path to self-healing today. iiqtc.org. A Sacred Moment is a unique funeral service offering distinctive choices for honoring and celebrating the life of a loved one. Whether you want to create an intimate home funeral vigil, an environmentally friendly burial, or a personalized tribute by planning a life celebration service with the support of a celebrant, A Sacred Moment can guide you in creating an experience that will truly reflect a life well lived. Call A Sacred Moment at 206-529-3803 and visit asacredmoment.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Um, we've got uh, phone lines open if you've got comments or questions. But more importantly, Benny is going to be very busy uh, collecting your name and information because we would love, thanks to our friends at Hay House and Krishna Das, we have 10 copies of this book which comes with this amazing CD. You're hearing pieces from it um, uh, as well. And you just need to give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number. And we'll keep it open for the rest of the show until we um, finish giving out copies of the book. So just keep calling. You know what happens when I open those phone lines up. And that's what they're doing now. They're ringing. Krishna Das joining us here today and the book uh, of course it's just an incredible book chance of a lifetime searching for a heart of gold uh, you know Krishna again thank you for, so much for joining us here today I wanted to get back to the you know the the, the kind of question uh, about chanting uh, so for our listeners Let's talk about chanting and how it's become part of your life and the lives of so many people, as well as how this book was created, because this is now another way for you to take a message out there uh, of love. Yeah, it is. 
<laughs> so tell for for people that have not heard of chanting and the experience of it and mm-hmm. sort of the journey of it, how would you describe chanting in your life and has it changed over time oh, for you? Certainly, yeah. It, the practice of chanting is something that just constantly gets deeper and deeper. Mm. There's no you're moving towards you're moving into your own heart. Uh by letting go of thoughts and emotions and concentrating on the the sound of the chant and the back-and-forth kind of call-and-response aspect of it. Um, you're moving... It's very subtle, but you... And you, the happy, the joyful feeling that arises is, is from a lot of different reasons. You know, there's a group, people all singing together, and the music is probably okay, you know, and... And you can, and you just can let go, and you let go. And I always feel the minute I sit down to start singing, uh, I always feel like I'm coming home again, and mm-hmm. I've been gone, you know, lost in my thoughts and lost in the daily life. It's a very powerful way of, of letting go of whatever's happening and thinking deep into yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not really about, it's not a religious practice in terms of you have to believe something or sign sign on before you do it. It's totally experiential. If, if it feels good, you do it. If you don't, if it doesn't, you don't. So that's the way it works. No, no, uh, no belief is necessary first. And I... That's really sort of the clarity that we've gotten about it, and that's something that you talk about quite a bit, Uh, you know, that it isn't about religious um, practices, so to speak, but there are religious practices or spiritual practices that involve chanting, and, you know, we hear about chanting. Yeah. Yeah, I make a distinction between spiritual and religious. Yes, and there is a distinction, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, it seems useful to talk about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. The difference between spiritual. spiritual is really, it's experiential. It has to do with you and your life and the way you feel and what you're looking for. Religion, religious practice, comes from certain religions which entail certain beliefs that you have to kind of buy into. But in this case, there's nothing to buy into. You just simply begin this practice from wherever you are, and it brings you deeper into yourself. And you don't have to believe anything. In fact, Sometimes it's even hard to believe our own experience, you know, because it, when we get that when that kind of happy or good feeling from the chanting, it's hard to actually digest that completely because then we go back into our lives and it becomes a memory very fast. But through the, through the repeated practice, that we, we really develop an ability to kind of live in a deeper place in a less reactive place, in a more open place, uh, as all through the day, not just when we're practicing. I have to, you know, just ask you about this, because if there was ever a time where we needed to have um, this particular practice or practice that brings us back to, to the place of being, boy, it's really now. There are so many distractions out in the world right now. I, I mean, I guess the question is, if we're being distracted 24-7, how are we being? Because we're always here. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is being distracted? 
<laughs> That's so, true. <laughs> distraction, distraction, you know, demands someone to be distracted and, and distracted, and we're always here. No matter what's happening, we're here, and that's what chanting brings us deeper into that understanding, into that awareness that no matter what's happening, whether it's pleasant, unpleasant, high, low, easy to deal with, or difficult to deal with, mm-hmm. happening, we're here while in it. And so there's always the option to, to find a less painful way to deal with painful situations. There's always that an option to come back home deal with it from a more comfortable place rather than a twisted up place. This is something that, you know, they call it practice because you got to do it. So this, this is a, an ability that we get at, over time through the doing of the practice. One of the things that, you know, yeah. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. One of the things that I, I, I had a one of our listeners sent me an email before the show and said, you know, I'm not going to be able to hear the show live today, but I've got a question for Krishna Das. First of all, please tell him how much I absolutely love what he's brought to life. It has changed my world early on. So obviously this is someone, uh, this is Jermaine from Pennsylvania um, and has said, please ask him this question. Uh, Krishna, this place of love, why is it so difficult for our leaders to understand the power of love in a world that could be so different? How will your work, I'm reading from an IM, how will your work reach out to the highest levels of political structures so that we could stop fighting? Wow. Wow. Does anybody remember a time in this world, historically, when there wasn't fighting? No. No, not no. even in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, come on. In the Wh- 60s, the hippies used to fight with each other, you know? I mean, look, at, please, so, don't you think we grew is- up in one of the most violent times in, you know, a long time, as being part of the 60s in a lot of, in a lot of ways? I know World War II was pretty bad. What? We don't remember it because we weren't there, but World War I was... That was, was pretty bad. bad. <laughs> That's right. You know, it was, it's all bad. There's just, there's always that in this world. Mm-hmm. How do we deal with these situations? How do we deal? You know, it's not just the leaders. The leaders are human beings, too. Mm-hmm. Did, did their parents love themselves? No. So how could those people teach the next generation how to love themselves? And if you don't love yourself, how can you love anybody else? How can you live in love? How can you spread real love? and real acceptance and real compassion if we don't have that for ourselves. So it's not up to the leaders. It's up to everybody. Leaders are just reflect they're elected by people who vote. And people who run for these offices do it for so many reasons. Usually those reasons are not to spread love in the world. So right from the beginning, it's all screwed up. The point is that love is what we are. Underneath all the bull. I don't know what I can say on the radio today. But underneath all that stuff, who we already are is real love. Love that doesn't come, love that doesn't go, love that you can't get from anybody else, and love that you can't lose. You don't trip in it, you don't fall in it. It is who we are. That's what we have to realize. And the more we understand that and have that direct experience, the more the fragrance of that awareness spreads. You can't 
love can't be manipulated. You can't break a person open. You don't find love, you just find a broken person. Mm. Love is who we are already. And chanting, these chants come from that place inside, and so they have the power to bring us to that place. But you can't be blaming anybody. Mm. Well, you know, one of the things that I know... Um, for all of you out there, I want to mention uh, the book Chance of a Lifetime. We still have four copies, I think, left. I want to make sure you all have an opportunity to get a copy of the book. 1-800-930-2819. That's going to be our toll-free number. We're going to be able to grab your call and make sure we give you a copy of the book. I believe Benny's also playing, uh, as we come in and out of breaks, we're playing uh, part of the CD. It is a credible, incredible uh, CD that comes with the book. And that's what you're hearing. And so you get to really understand at a very deep level what Krishna Das is talking about, you know, what this place of love is about, how it's not about the blaming, how it's not about the shaming. Um, We're going to make sure that we still have him on the line. He is uh, so graciously joining us um, uh, from just an incredible conversation we're going to take a short break and again the the, you know the singing that you hear the chanting that you hear is coming from the cd and the book and his work this is one of the most incredible incredible books the journey that you will go on when you read this book the singing the joy the place of being it's all here let's take a short break we'll be right back with the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on The Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's The Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, on The Dr. Pat Show. What if being lucky wasn't some random circumstance? What if you were actually the generator of luck in your life? Aquamantra believes you are, which is why they created I Am Lucky Premium Natural Spring Water to remind you to say the mantra with every delicious sip and own the possibility that you truly are lucky. Pick up your case of I Am Lucky Water at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Lucky. Now available in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for you, lucky for our planet. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. 
Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Sign up for our newsletter, and you will get information about our lineup each week and um, other things that are going on, including today's show with Krishna Das. Uh, We are... Benny is all on giving away copies of the book, so just be patient with us as you're calling in. We will take your call. We'll make sure we give you those copies. Krishna, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. I'm I'm so thrilled to have you here. Before we continue, can we give out some information on how people can find out more about you? Call my mom, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I would love to have uh, a conversation. Go to my website. That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> so she would tell us like the real story. Uh, yeah, she would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Our moms tend to do that. <laughs> mm. So we can send everybody to the website krishnadas.com. Sure. Um, and you'll see that's available the book as well as the CD that's included. Can we talk a little bit about the CD? You and I were talking during sure. the break on the fact that mm-hmm. the, the CD is a bit different. So would you uh, tell our listeners how? Well, first of all, um, the main difference is that usually in my CDs, they have, we have a, I lead the chant, and you hear the response of the audience or mm-hmm. the choir, the chorus. But on this CD, I, we've left the chorus out very specifically so that, you know, this is meant to be used as a way of deepening your own practice. And so you'll hear the music go on and the chant go on, but then you have to provide the response. Each person has to do that. And it's a really great way of going, uh, of really developing the chanting practice because you get to hear your own voice and you get to deal with all your nonsense about hearing yourself and getting over that also. It's a very big thing. And um, it's, it's, people have said that they really enjoy it and it's brought mm-hmm. It is, yeah, I mean, it's great. Now, you're also going to be uh, coming to Seattle, correct? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be at the Moore Theater. Yeah, with David Pramal in the tent. Exactly. Uh, And that's Wednesday, March 24th. I want to just make sure everybody knows that. Um, That should be incredible. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, you're touring with them and uh, to several places. I just want to make sure everybody knows. Um, yeah. You know, that's uh, the 24th. Of course, if you go to the website, you're going to be able to see uh, Krishna Das's full uh, touring schedule. Uh, but what is it like to be touring with them? How did that come about? 
Well, we haven't done it yet, so I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like going to be we're, a, we're, a virgin we experience? We've known for many years. Uh-huh. So, I think it would be great. You know? Yeah. And, uh, we're both coming at the same place from different angles, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it should be a wonderful time. It should be an incredible time. Um, I mean, you're, are you, you're having fun, aren't you? I'm having, you know, just being able to do this uh, practice so often. And, you know, I, this is not performance. It's not a concert. Mm-hmm. This is what I do for myself. Mm-hmm. So to be able to do this like this is just so great. I'm so happy. You know, it's so much grace for me to be able to travel like this and and meet so many wonderful people and, and chant with so many people all the time. It's just amazing. It's really incredible. And, you know, for those of you that are listening from the Seattle or the Portland area, you can find out um, about the dates. For example, March 24th is the Moore Theater in Seattle and the 25th is uh, in Portland. And as you go through the tour list, you'll see all of you down in California that are listening. You'll have an opportunity um, because the tour will take uh, will take Krishna, Krishna down there to Arizona as well. So, I mean, there's just lots of places that um, you are going to be at and this is an incredible this is an incredible tour this is amazing that you all have put this together but you're doing what you love i mean you know some people say right now krishna and i wanted to ask you about this i also got an uh, an email earlier in the week about it so much of the conversation these days on talk radio and other places is about finding purpose people are asking how do i find my purpose uh, I don't want to go through life without finding my purpose. And so, I mean, it seems to be more of more prevalent right now than it has ever been. And I wanted to ask you, why is that from your perspective? And, you know, is that a lost journey or what do you think about it? Well, I think, you know, when there's so much tension and anxiety in the mm, air, yeah. people really want to try to find a way home, you know, and where they can find a comfortable place to go through the day. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think it's a lot about that. And the, the worse things get in the outside world, the more we crave and need to find a quiet place inside. Mm-hmm. So that's what these practices do provide, you know, gradually, but inevitably. And, um, but, you know, the way you find your purpose is you try to find out what you want. You know, my my group told me, do what you want. I wanted someone to tell me, tell me what to do. Right. But he wouldn't do that because he knew that I had to find it myself. And the process of finding that is the spiritual path. You only have one life. It's not like a, a spiritual life and a worldly life. It's just your life, you know. So how do we fill it with what we want? We have to find out what we want. So that, that's our work. It's not like... You find out what you want, and then you do it. Then you know what your work is. Finding out what you want is your work, right from the beginning. So you just have to walk that path and do what you do and be courageous. That's the main thing. You need a lot of courage, for sure. Mm -hmm. I I am so glad you brought that up because, you know, one of the things that we do talk a a lot about is, you know, having courage to really live the life you want to live. And I think we're finding new meaning these days around the word courage. Mm. One time I was with my guru, and uh, we were in this apartment building, 
in an apartment in Bombay, and <clears throat> we'd been sitting for hours in silence, and he was just kind of sitting on the bed, lying on the bed, and I was just sitting there. All of a sudden, he sat up and looked at me really intensely, and he said, courage is a really important thing. And I went, uh-oh, what's going to happen, you know? Mm, wow. And then the, the only other guy there was this Indian guy, and he said to Maharaj, he said, oh, but Baba, God takes care of his devotees. Maharaj, you just shot him a look, you know, and he looked back at me and he said, courage is a really big thing. So, courage is a really important thing. You know, we need to, we're so afraid of change, we're so afraid of, of the unknown, uh, we're afraid of ourselves, and it, we need so much courage just to move forward in, in life. But without it, we don't get anywhere. You know, I think that is a great way to end the show. Uh, boy, that gives us all a lot to think about. Uh, Krishna, thank you so much for joining the My show pleasure, today. Really. Thank you. Well, we we'll hope Thanks to see you in Seattle when you come, and uh, right. hope to see you across the country when you're when you're out there. And I, all I right. think we're all going to remember to make sure that we do what we want to do in this lifetime. That thank is you. a journey in itself, and boy. Does that take courage? Thank you for being courageous. Okay. All right, everyone. Let's take a, wow, what do I say? Chance of a Lifetime. Uh, great book. You've been hearing some of the chants, and we're going to actually go out with them if we could, Benny. I don't know if we can. Um, and thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, this is a book that you all will get to appreciate. I believe we've given most of the copies away. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. And what a great way to end the show, to end with that note of courage. Every one of you has that inside of you. And we're here to help bring that out into the world with you so that you are fully supported. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. And remember, you have everything that you need within you. Everything. We'll see you next time. Stop.